I'm Deva Flowers. And I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. Welcome to Creating Leaders of Character. Our purpose in creating this podcast is to help you empower yourself as a leader. Specifically as a leader of character. Deva and I come from two very different times. You might consider me an old school kind of leader. And I'm what might be considered an emerging leader. As different as our perspectives may be, we both agree that leading with character is important these days. Actually, it's always been important. Now, it may even be critical. Throughout this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, not to convince you to think like either of us, but to help you develop your own perspectives and apply them to make you a better leader. A leader of character. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Hey, Miss Deva, almost mom. Hello, it's me. How are you? I'm well, and you? I'm doing good. I'm excited. Um, Almost mom means I'm two weeks away from our due date, so that's super exciting. Yeah, and this is your first for those who don't know, and uh, probably what one for, of twelve or something like that. I think you're Whatever. planning to have a, a <laughs> no. bunch of them or something. No, you know, no, I own, felt bad. At least your own I, baseball team. I had a. Um, I mean, that could be fun. Maybe we win things, but um, I had a call <laughs> with my my husband's former boss just yesterday, and uh, we were talking to him about he, he builds tiny homes, so we were talking to him about construction. And he asked us, he said, have y'all, are y'all pregnant yet? And I said, you're a little late, sir. <laughs> I think we have, you know, we're two weeks till our due date. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Things well, are time good. flies when you're having fun, evidently. <laughs> yeah, I guess pregnancy hasn't been the most fun, but it's yeah. worth it. That's what yeah. I keep saying. It's all worth it. Yeah. Well, one of the the things that we've tried, I, at least I, it's been in my mind, uh, Deva, that uh, as we've done this uh, podcast for the last year or so, is that uh, this is you know reality? This character stuff that we're talking about, all of the of our, our episodes have been about no kidding, real things that happened to you or to us or to me or to us in general. You know, the especially your generation. And uh, you, if if you don't mind me asking, you're about what 21, 22 years old, right? Something like I'm that. Twenty one, yeah. Twenty one. Yeah, I'm twenty one. Uh, and uh, my granddaughter, who you remind me of, just turned twenty one last week. So, uh, mm-hmm. but she's not pregnant, and uh, and that's good because she's not married either. But anyway, um, I mean, there y'all are. This is not unique, is it, to be twenty one years old and about to have your first baby? And sometimes I, you probably have friends who are younger than that that are uh, about to have their uh, first baby. Has this uh, fun time? <laughs> affected your character at all oh yeah i wanted to i wanted to comment on on first i think something in my generation that might be new to you is uh it's definitely unique uh nowadays to be super young and having babies Um, it is um, really okay yeah uh nowadays people are really concerned and i mean adequately it makes sense uh with their careers and making sure that they have enough money and a nice house and all the things before they uh get married let alone have kids Um, and, uh, I do have a few friends that, that do have children, but a lot of them have their children with their boyfriends, which is also more acceptable nowadays than it was back then. Um, I have two best friends. Um, both of them share very similar ideologies to me. Um, we're both, both of them are Christian and, uh, one of them is engaged to be married and the other one I were, uh, you know, probably will be engaged to be married (laughs) sometime soon. Um, 
And um, neither of them, both of them still have this idea that they want to wait for kids. Um, I don't know if that's going to change once they get married or not, because that's what changed for me. Uh, but for both of them, they'll, they're saying, you know, one of my friends is about to get married and, and she said, everybody keeps talking about when our, when we're going to have babies and I'm just tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm waiting. Um, and that's okay too. But anyways, I wanted to comment and say that uh, for me, uh, Jacob and I just knew that no matter what stage in our life it was, it was going to be hard uh, and kids would be challenging, but they, at least from what people have told us will change your life and make you a better person and teach you a lot of things. And so we felt like we were ready and uh, that's not, it's not for everybody, especially nowadays, but back then I feel like people did have kids earlier. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and I, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to anyway, I don't think you're ever ready to have children. You know, you yeah. think you are and you prepare, you know, back in my day, Dr. Spock, you, you can Google him. You probably never heard of him. Uh, not not, not Spock, the guy with the uh, live long and <laughs> prosper guy. Uh, oh, well, then I don't. But, yeah. <laughs> <That's a different laughs> but uh, he uh, he had written some books or a book or something. He was kind of like the guru for uh, raising your kids back in the 60s, 70s. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, there there isn't a book written that will prepare you for what you're about to go through. There isn't. And, and, and uh, well, uh, let me tell you this. My mom, when I was young, used to tell me, you'll never understand how much I love you until you have yours. Sure, sure, whatever you say, mom. You know, and I, I'm not a, a dumb guy. I'm fairly smart. And I, I, I understood the words and the, the, what I thought she was saying. But I'll tell you that the first time that I saw uh, Tessa, our oldest, and I was the first human to ever see her, it was like the skies opened up all of a sudden i said yes mom now i understand because this is totally different than what what i've ever experienced in, in all of my life because it is it's totally different and that's not it's like uh, i read or heard somewhere that uh, uh oh, oh what is it the, the buddha when he was uh, when he came out of i guess uh, the enlightened stage he said this cannot be taught which is profound so having a baby, and even though you know I didn't have it, Deb had it, uh, but mm-hmm. still, it's a it's a, a totally different thing than you've ever been, obviously, because you've never experienced it yet. Next one in the next thirteen will be. Uh, we'll talk about those <laughs> in the next thirteen years, but uh, but but it's a different. You know, it, it is going to change your life in, in your whole perspective. It it really is, and and I think, and I said this before on some of our episodes. I'm interested that after you have the baby, we have this conversation about are your values the same? Because for for one, whatever it is, you know, you're you're going to school, you're uh, y'all are working and all that kind of stuff, and those are important things to you. But my sense is that as soon as you see that baby, that all go. It doesn't go away, but it's not number one anymore. Number one will be a little Bobby and um, thank you for naming him after me. I appreciate that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Keep dreaming. (laughs) But my uh, grandmother, I have to tell you, uh, my grandmother listens to our podcast and, and she said that she kept hearing little Bobby. Who's little Bobby? What's little Bobby? What's going on? And then she finally got the joke. She said she laughed really hard. (laughs) Well, I'm looking for an air of some sort. It's got, (laughs) but, uh, but, but, but but it will change It, it. I'm, I'm sure it will change. So again, we're going to, and by the way, for our listeners, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a hiatus after today's episode uh, to make sure that you're okay. 
and you do what you should be doing, which is taking care of a little Bobby mm -hmm. and not worried about podcasts. And are, are you still going to school or are you going to, are you going to mm -hmm. take a, at least a few days off from school or? Yeah, I got just... so lucky. I got so lucky because there is a title nine office at UT as well as some other programs that help kind of mitigate situations like this. Um, they have been awesome and they emailed all my professors for me and all of my professors have agreed to let me have like two weeks of no deadlines. Uh, which is amazing. And uh, I, <laughs> I agree with you. I know my priorities are going to change. And I'm also uh, putting a little sticky note on my forehead to say, okay, you're going to graduate, obviously. I mean, I have great grades. I'm really not worried about graduating, but, but you're going to find ways to play the video in the background while you hang out with your baby and, <laughs> and listen into the material and all mm -hmm. that. So uh, I'll take two weeks. Um, and then I get to have those discussions with my professor to be able to uh, catch up on whatever I missed. Uh, and so far they've been really amazing and understanding. So that was great. That was a really yes, good, very yes. answer. And I, and I, well, obviously it's at least an interesting, if not exciting time. And you say it's exciting, uh, especially because you don't know what's you know about to happen. It, it'll be a great thing. It's a blessing, but it'll be interesting. And, and again, exciting. What does Jacob think? Is he, um, is he ready? He, is that, does he think he's ready? Well, no, uh, he's pretty honest <laughs> about that part. And when uh, speaking to his mom or or my my parents or whatever, he'll say like, yeah, I'm starting to get a little bit nervous. And uh, especially just as that date gets closer and closer. And um, I think it helps um, to hear from my dad. My dad was talking about when I was born and he got to catch me and catch the baby. And um, he said that his instructions were catch the baby and then give the baby to the mom. And he caught the baby and then he looked at me and just like was shocked and had no, no words and just froze. And then my apparently my midwife said, okay, now hand the baby over. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, my husband also just had uh, a best friend. His best friend just had his first baby. Uh, they got married about two months before we did, and they had their baby just a few weeks ago. Um, when when their child was born, his best friend said that he almost passed out. He felt lightheaded and just completely different. Um, and so... Jacob had a little bit of uh warrant forewarning from him about about what to prepare for. So so that's exciting. Um yeah. and yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well and again, you never know with uh, the our first one, Tessa, I, everything went well. And uh, you know, I was right there and helped and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But with the second one, Elise, uh, it, it Deb went in to get uh she was overdue and uh, they were going to yeah. induce her induce her and uh, they they started to put some they went to get the drug what i don't know the, the name of the drug you you may know what it's called but they were going to take this drug and put in her to to get her going and by the time so these people the, the were at the hospital and uh, the nurses and everybody goes off to get this stuff and she starts having labor pains uh, so uh, all of a sudden there's panic and there was another nurse or so, and uh, they, they said, well, the doctor's not here. we got to go find her. And so they rush off to find her. In the meantime, they uh, push Deb into the delivery room and get her prepped and everything, you know. And the doctor just walks in as Elise is coming out. I mean, wow. it's like she yeah. has no time to do anything. I don't I assume that she washed her hands before. But anyway, the, uh, <laughs> Elise is coming out. 
and she's got the her the umbilical cord wrapped around her neck so she's blue and it's just me and the doctor the nurses are gone you know running around somewhere and she starts to tell me gives me instructions do this do this do this and uh, and i tell elise that she owes me her life because i i saved her life mm-hmm. because i cut that cord to you know because the doctor couldn't she's over there holding the, the baby and i'm over there being a, a surgeon doing all yeah. of the stuff to, to save her her life so uh I think you have two choices. You can faint, like you say. You know, you get queasy if you, if you, especially if you're you're afraid of blood and all that stuff. But uh, or you can get done what needs to get done. And I had no choice. I had no time to panic. I had to take care of my baby. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was exciting. Uh, and she turned out kind of okay. She's not <laughs> that. She she loves chickens now. So I'm, I think yeah. that has something to do with the, that umbilical cord being around her, wrapping sure, around. Sure, sure. I'm sure that that has something to do with it. But uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. As as we talk about uh, character and we talk, we've talked about the, the values. They're about to change, and and in in a good way. And as you say, the, then the next part is because you know you guys, you uh, women make a big deal about it. You know, you just you <laughs> scream and all that, and all, it pops out. You cut the cord, we're done. And, and then you can take, and then you work. take a yeah. Then you then you get now in the military. I think you get like a month off now. Uh, when I when we had our daughters, I got a couple hours off. I had to go yeah. see the baby and go back to work. That's the way it was back uh, forty Crazy. years ago. Nowadays, yeah. even the men in the military get, I think, a month off uh, parental leave or something like that. I don't know, uh, and I'm not judging. Yeah. That's just the way it is. So uh, now Jacob yeah. probably will have to work still, right? He's not going to. Or is get Man, uh, nowadays in Texas, my mid- my midwife has told me that it they legally have to allow you to have a certain amount of time off. Um, now it doesn't have to be paid. Uh, so we've decided two weeks was a really good time uh, just for him to be home. And, and I mean, I think it's really important for bonding, but also because it's such a new phase in life. Like how are, how will our days operate with a baby? How is that going to be different? And um, so, yeah, we're still waiting on a response. Definitely have some thoughts for us there because um, my midwife said that she'll send a very strong letter with maybe even including some profanities, which was more of a joke to <laughs> Jacob's boss uh, if he doesn't respond. But we've asked him quite a few times if he can have the the time off now. Shows where priorities are. And I'm actually really proud of Jacob for for saying this it makes me feel very good. But if uh, his boss as leader chooses not to let him have two weeks off, uh, doesn't have to be paid. Really, we want it to be. But if he chooses to say like, no, you know, come to work if you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob's going to find a new job. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, yeah, it just shows where your where your priorities are on yeah. that. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and of course, and that goes back to what we've been talking about again for the since we started the program. Uh, your values, what's important mm-hmm. to you? you? You you have to be able to, you have to be willing to do what you say is most important to you. Or, or well, or I mean, you don't. It's not. And again, we don't want to judge anybody. But we, if you don't, then that says something about your values. Maybe they weren't the real. You really your values. Maybe you didn't have that much character, but nonetheless, we're not going to judge anyone. But uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff that you're going to have to uh, just decide. Yes, this is me, and we will do it, or we won't do it. So, like all all that partying that you you all have been doing for the last right. uh, a year or so, that Nobody goes out. Yeah, well, because <laughs> you, you drink all the, the, you drink all their alcohol. Uh, that's why they don't <laughs> invite you. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. No, we've only yeah. been to one college party and we lost it about 15 minutes and turned around. It was not very fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah. and is your, your such you corrected me already, which is good uh, because I didn't know what you were, that, that kids are, you, your generation is getting more pregnant more uh, later in life than maybe ours yeah. i don't know other generations but um do you think what you're going through is, is typical of uh of, of your generation you know you, you you're in school so i i don't do a lot of, of your uh, student friends get you said those other two were they students or are they uh, already through school or what yeah, um, a lot of them, I think, may have been students. I'm not quite sure. They were distant friends, but uh, from high school. And I really don't think this is common at all, especially because when I went through the process of having the university help me um, email my professors, it was through the uh, student services for emergency services. Um, so it was categorized as as, a, as an emergency or something out of the ordinary. Um, wow. And I just had a conversation with a with a friend who uh, both of them, they're actually, they just got married last year. Both of them are in the Air Force. They're both at Emory-Riddle in Florida uh, in ROTC. Um, they're seniors. And um, they were talking. And when I got pregnant, uh, they texted me and said, man, uh, um, my my wife is just you know you're giving her baby fever like she wants a baby so bad but but you know we're in ROTC and and really ROTC I mean I've did it for two years it's it's a lot I mean just like being at the academy um, and for people like that I I think because their career and their time and that in that season is so demanding getting pregnant might seem like a really crazy um impossible task um and my response to him uh and you know we're really good friends so it just made sense that this was my response but I said you know um oh well they said my wife is uh as frustrated because one of our officers told her not to have a baby as, as like a conversation, as a joke, they were saying like, well, you know, if you can avoid it, just, you know, try not to. And, and I said, no exclamation point uh, in all capital letters, be mad, <laughs> let her be upset. Um, and that's just my per personal opinion because of what we said. I mean, babies never come at the opportune time because, and what I said to him was um, I think they're supposed to be part of our adventure. And um, if you, are not in a place where you can afford afford the just lifestyle or even take care of yourself. Obviously, that's really difficult to be in a place where you have to figure out how to take care of a baby. But I do think for a majority of us who are having our own dreams and aspirations and then thinking, man, I might want a kid too. Uh, I don't think society wants to hold us back from that. And and for a you know a couple who's married like that, uh, even despite their Air Force careers and their busy schedules and all of their dreams and aspirations, like I think you can fit a kid into it. Um, so I do think it's unique, and I think nowadays um, people are are fearful that that the baby's not going to be able to fit into their schedules and. They will change your life. They're not going to fit into your schedules, but I think that's how they were supposed to be. Um, so, anyways, that's my soapbox on well, that. They, they, and they will somehow help you to develop your character. Mm -hmm. You, with all, uh, I hope that you and anybody else that's listening that's, that's about to have a baby will be able to get through the challenges uh, mm -hmm. simply, if not easily. 
because uh, there will be again there there are going to be some challenges if nothing else it's just going to be different but as you go through them it's like you know when is the right time to have a baby whenever the creator says it's the right time you have no mm-hmm. choice in that i've known i've known some people that uh, were waiting till you know they paid off their house and their car and all that kind of stuff and then some of them never had the uh, kids but some of them as they were making those plans it happened so it's you, yeah. you can't count on that uh, and uh, as we're getting close to, to finishing up uh, this episode the next time that we meet up uh, which again will be after you have the baby uh, deva i will tell you the secret to parenting mm. what uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm um. gonna make you wait i have the secret to parenting and okay. you're gonna have to, now the bad thing is that you're gonna have to remember because i'll forget <laughs> no i'll write it down and put it on the sticky note of my forehead okay. well you be blessed Man, uh i hope exciting. that uh, bobby and uh jacob are all blessed and uh, everybody <laughs> else your your midwife and and everyone does what they're supposed to do the way they're supposed to do it so that it goes uh, absolutely wish us luck and, and uh and we'll get back together after your mama deva mama deva sounds great <laughs> i'm super excited wish us luck guys see you next time Thank you for listening. We hope that there was something that you heard in this episode that will help empower you to become a better leader. A leader of character. If you'd like to connect with us, please email us at cloc at leadershipandforesight.org. Until next time, be great. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.